The title of this episode will be Black Directors in Film. How do you feel about that? I think it's great. That's great. (laughs) uh... Go ahead. To elaborate, I like how, um, you know, expansive black media has gotten in the film industry, especially with things such as, like, you know, 12 Years a Slave, Django Unchained, even though that was directed by a white man who openly says the N-word. But still, the topics and themes are there. Yeah, a little bit. Thanks, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, shout out. Jamie so, the film industry is one of the most influential contributors to American pop culture. I feel like this is a known fact. Yeah. And people, a lot of people get their morals, their standards, and their reasonings for things just from movies that we watched growing up, mm. that we weren't allowed to watch, that we watched all the time maybe you had a favorite movie as a kid that you just watched like every week and it always stuck with you i had one yeah what was yours nightmare before christmas that's pretty basic and monster house okay that's pretty epic monster house is tight as hell man yeah this being said hollywood is not a diverse place no, it's not. For people of no. color. And it still isn't. No, and I feel like people of color... I, here. I feel like this is kind of hard to describe in a way, but you might understand what I'm saying when I say it. I feel like people of color are assigned to strictly people of color roles, if that makes sense. The black best friend. The yes. black best friend, I have or... that in my trans. You have that in your transcript? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Or, like, the criminal. You're so educated. Oh. <laughs> or, no, I'm just saying. Or, like, the fugitive. The drug dealer. The drug dealer. And it's like, dog. The kid who came from a bad home exactly. and now he's going to college. And that happens today, too. You know? Yeah. Well, some of those are good movies still, but, you know... It gets repetitive, so I see what you're saying. And the majority of the casting directors are what? White. White. Exactly. Some black directors I think everybody has heard of are directors like Spike Lee, Mm -hmm. John Singleton, Steve McQueen, who we discussed in the first take on this podcast. In the first take of this podcast, because I thought he was white. Yep. And And then my cat threw up. Yeah. (laughs) So we had to retake it. Tyler Perry, Julie Dash, and Jordan Peele, my favorite. I like Jordan Peele a lot. All time because he's so awesome. I like him more than you. Than me? Yeah. I haven't directed any movies. <laughs> okay. The impact of movies is insane, and I think it's important to recognize how entertainment came to be, especially with black filmmakers and, you know how something as simple as a movie you watch and the people that you see in it can 
influence your opinion on very intense worldwide things that are an issue today. Yeah, and especially when it comes to black directors, it's good to um, subject your kids to diversity at a young age so they're not biased or they don't have to, you know, learn themselves. I mean, and that's a good thing, but, like, it can be taken so many different routes. You know, like, someone growing up in a prejudiced household, they wouldn't want to learn themselves by speaking that prejudice and having it taught to them the hard way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it, it it's nice for the media to be able to describe that to us. I agree. Fun fact, the first black filmmaker in American history was Oscar Micheaux. He owned Lincoln Motion Picture Company. His films weren't really... I mean, they were popular, but, you know, they were low budget. They were written quickly, produced quickly, got out, like, within... I don't know. Like, what, a month? I don't know about that fast, but, you know, a couple months. How like, long ago was this? 1940s. Oh, okay. Neat. Yes. So, his movies were basically surrounding, I didn't put this in, but I think it's cool that his movies were basically, like, mysteries and stuff like that, because oh, that's a genre that I really like. Yeah, of course, and it's hard to find a good mystery movie. Yeah, but it's it's also something that, like, everybody can relate to still. Like, it wasn't like, I'm black, here's my first black movie. It was like, I'm making this universal because yeah. I'm just a director, and that's all I... And he was the first to do it, too. Yeah. So that made a statement. Yeah, I'm a director, and this is all that should matter, is if this movie is good or not. But his actors were just, you know, black people in a normal state. They didn't have any stereotypes that they had to put on because they were casted as the silly, goofy one in the role, or in the movie, sorry. And they, you know, weren't casted as dumb. They weren't casted as selfish or stealing or, you know, even in some cases animal-like. They were just people, and seeing somebody in an unbiased light like that was unheard and unseen of at mm-hmm. the time. So it's like something that, you know, everybody could access back then. And everybody could see, you know, black people just being people. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of like, no, I know what you mean. Instead of having that disconnect that a lot of people had Mm -hmm. and still have today, which is... I mean, Mm. of course, in, like, cases such as, like, black culture and, like, our homes and what they involve and, you know, what we cook, what we talk about. Yeah. You know, how we entertain ourselves with Soul Train in the background. Probably. I... Have I told you I watch Soul Train while I do homework? Do you? Yes. I watch Soul Train while I do homework. I'm not going to get off topic with that one, but I will... Soul Train is so dope. ...discuss it later. Um, But, yeah, things like that should 
I think, oh, mercy. Things like that should definitely be seen as well. But it's also like, it's nothing that, you know, it's something that you would see everywhere with every culture, just in a new light, in a new way of, you know, thinking about this is a family. That's all this is. Yeah. You know? I know what you mean. Very insightful. Mm-hmm. There's still some, you know, disparity in black directors. There's still some disparity in actors, even though they've been on the rise in more diverse roles. And more than just the black best friend way. Look. Look at you. Oh, is that... Yeah. Yeah. That's in my transcript. And these roles... I mean, I watch some of these shows. These shows are great, and they give you such a genuine happiness because, you know, mm-hmm. or they give me such a genuine happiness just seeing somebody like me but not, you know, doing the most as their character just because of the color of their skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, Jordan Peele does a good example of this in, you know, horror movies like Us, was just a family getting murdered by duplicates. So, you know. And then there was a dumb white family in it, too. There and was they all a, died. Yeah, there was a dumb white I forgot about that family entirely, actually. Uh-huh. And there was a, the two gymnastics twins that got their head bashed in with a rock. All I've right. seen that movie like four times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he does a good job of just... I mean, it's not like he does a good... It, it's just natural. It feels natural, which is uh-huh. something I can never get with a lot of Hollywood movies that have a black family in it because it's like, you know, but you don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. And when they try to know, there's there's a disconnect almost in the way they see us because there's been like very little insight on the way they can see us so how would you you know Mm -hmm. find out who we are and what we like in the first place if you know growing up you probably didn't even see black people in movies other than like Chris Rock in some dumb role and like you said the token black run yeah so it's just a a toss up on how their movie is going to come out because of that. But uh, another movie that you know was made by Jordan Peele was Get Out, which it was. It was like his first kind of breakout to him being like, mm-hmm. you know, white people scary. Yeah. It, it, it was it. <laughs> the topic of it was slavery and yeah. and the usage of black people. It was very disturbing. But in a more modern light. Yeah, it was very disturbing, very you know weird, gross, whatever it is. But you know he proved with us that that's not all he can do, and that's mm-hmm. not all that we should be. It's just you know running from white people or whatever you know. It's, yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to put it. We're we're just people at the end of the day but mm-hmm. I think that movie was really great get and out 
Yeah. 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 It's a great movie. Uh, I was just going to add how Daniel Kaluuya is one of my favorite actors, and that was his first breakout role. And that's how I found out about him. So, shout out. Well, isn't that something? And he's British! Did that's you know that? No. You didn't know he was British? Yeah. What? He puts on an American accent throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he's British. I... And he's in Queen and Slim. Have you seen that movie? No. We should watch it. It's really good. Okay. Uh, at the end of the day... Uh, Lauren Hill's in Queen and Slim. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, something as simple as an old black family or whatever color can mean a lot to people of color. And I feel like it's something that only we as a collective feel, but it's so simple. It's almost, it's very heartwarming, but like bittersweet at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I don't always want it to be that way, but it feels nice that growing up, you know, I was just in time for like the first black princess or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like I could yeah. see that. I know what you mean. I, I haven't seen everything, but I've I've seen enough to know that we're you saw, growing. Yeah, you saw the dawn of people like Disney or you know Warner Brothers or Lionsgate, like kinda kicking in the door as far as diversity is considered. Maybe it's forced. Because there have been instances of that. Yeah. But it's there. Well, that's more money grabbing, which is why black Which is directors, what Disney is. Yeah, which is why black directors, I think, are so important, and just black people in film as a, as a whole, just having those roles, having those voice actors, having those writers just come together and make something that they all know and can unite over mm -hmm. it's really great choreographers too there's a lot of really good black choreographers yeah and playwrights sorry you're good <laughs> but uh yeah i like i like that it gives me a lot of comfort and happiness and it's something very little but very big at the same time yeah absolutely my take and what a beautiful take that was and it was very nice listening to that you have a very pretty speaking voice thank you i'm gonna sound like a demon when i listen back on this but <laughs> it's all good i appreciate it thank you for listening and come again for our third episode that we dropping december i think right yeah, December. If it's December 1st, then it'll be on my mom's birthday. Shout out my mom. Shout out to Jacob's mom. Shout out to my mom. She's downstairs right now. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>